up last week, I mentioned the issue about the fact that when it comes to consolidation, there are steps we need to follow. How many steps did we do last week? We did a group structure. We did a net asset. That is a two. Then I came to intra-group trading. Are you getting the idea? Then we saw the various workings on intra-group trading. So from there, what we do is come to the calculation of goodwill. Come to the calculation of goodwill. So if my memory serves me right, I remember that we had net assets here for the acquisition for the year end. And I said the net asset of the acquisition will be used to calculate what? Goodwill. And then the difference between the at acquisition at year end will be post acquisition or post acquisition profit or loss, which will be used in calculating group retained earnings as well as what? The non controlling interest. So that was where we concluded last week. So let's move on to step three calculation of goodwill. Four, right? Okay, I, I think the intra group, I did it as a workings. I did it as a workings. Nonetheless, it could be step three. So you can do it step three, and then let's come to four year goodwill. No issue about it. Now, in calculating goodwill, it is simple. It is simple. It is simply going to be the fair value of consideration transferred that will bring fair value of non-controlling interest. We add that to give us the value of the business. Then we will less net asset at acquisition. Which is from the step two that we calculated. You bring it here. Then you get your answer and that is going to be impairment. We get a good wheel. Now, if there is impairment in the question, we bring it, and that gives us the good wheel figure. That gives us the good wheel figure. Now, this is if it is a simple group structure. But if it is a complex group structure, the calculation is going to be a bit different. So, if it is a complex group structure, what do we do? Because if you remember last week, I told you that when the parent has the subsidiary and the subsidiary also has a subsidiary, the investment the parent has in the, sorry, the subsidiary has in the sub-subsidiary, the parent has equivalent of its ownership in that investment. For that reason, when it comes to complex group structure, calculation of goodwill is going to be a bit different. Why? Because that means that for that reason, we're going to have the two companies. So we're going to have subsidiary here, then we're going to have sub-subsidiary here. So I want you to follow me on this because I'm going to do some illustration here. Um, one, we're going to bring the fair value of consideration transferred. This is the subsidiary we have. But to get a fair value of consideration transfer in the sub-subsidiary, we will look at the controlling interest we will calculate from the workings we did last week and multiply it by the investment the subsidiary paid the sub-subsidiary. 
The percentage of that is the value of the fair value of consideration transferred. So it's the controlling interest times the amount sub paid to the sub subsidiary. So let me explain that. Parent has 80%, non controlling interest here is 20%. Subsidiary has 75% here. So what is our controlling interest? This times this, 80% and 75%, what we got? Sixty percent. Do we have control? Yes. So even if it is below fifty, we will still have control because the subsidiary controls the sub-subsidiary. In today in America, may see when it comes to getting the fair value of consideration for the sub-subsidiary, though, we will now take sixty percent of if the sub-subsidiary acquires seventy percent, paying hundred million dollars, we will take what. There's 70% of this $100 million as what? Our fair value here of the consideration transfer. 80%. How much? He said, yeah, 70%. What is our ownership? Okay, relax. So we own 80 yes. and they own 75. Yes. So this and this gives us what? 60. The 60%. Yeah. So how much, whatever money they pay, we own 80% of that money. Okay. Are you getting the idea? So when we come to getting the fair value of the sub-subsidiary, our percentage of ownership, we take of what? The fair value. Okay. What it means, so this is how it's going to be. Meaning the percentage, you know, we're going to bring, I could have put percentage here, but I didn't bring it. We're going to put percentage here, put percentage here. So the percentage that comes here will be what? That's our controlling interest, 60%. But the fair value that comes here for the consideration transfer will be this and what? This. I get it, the treatment. So it is going to be that 80% I have there by the 100 million that was paid. We will solve the question, then you will understand the full concept. But I want to illustrate to you that when it comes to the sub subsidiary, the fair value transfer is going to be the percentage of our ownership that we have in there subsidiary. Then we bring fair value of MCI. Note that when you come to the sub-subsidiary, you will now calculate MCI at what? Um, 100 minus 60, and that will be 40. That is what will come here. That is what will come here. And the value for the MCI probably may, give, may be given to you in the question, or you have to calculate it. I'm going to explain that also. Then you bring the net asset at what? Acquisition. You less it, and then you are going to get what? Your goodwill. So this is the idea if we have a complex group. But this is what you have to understand. Fair value of consideration transfer may not be free. So you may have to do workings for it. Fair value of NCI may not be free, so you may have to do workings for it. So how do we go about doing the workings for the fair value? When we say fair value of consideration transfer, what does it entail? What does it include? So let's look at that one as workings one. Fair value of 
consideration transferred. Yeah, I wanted to say this. Last week I missed something. When I was checking my slide, I realized I didn't talk about it. Um, I gave you associates, right? Investment in associates. We did schedule for investment in associates. I told you that it should be the cost of the investment, share of profit, and then any impairment. Is that not, is that what I told you? Did I tell you about associates? Yes. 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 There, is, there was an item I left. It should be dividend. So if you can put it there, if you can put it there. There was an item I left. So when I was checking my slide, I realized I didn't include it. So if a company declares dividend or paid any dividend, we're going to be deducting it. Then this is the value we get to take to our statement of financial position. So you can inject it there. So we add it. We add it. Oh no, sorry. It will be deducted. Because it will reduce our balance here. You are receiving the dividend, so it will be that. It will be that. So that's the idea about that.